Welcome to Category Visionaries, the show dedicated to exploring exciting visions for the future from the founders who are on the front lines building it. In each episode, we'll speak with a visionary founder who's building a new category or reimagining an existing one. We'll learn about the problem they solve, how their technology works, and unpack their vision for the future. I'm your host, Brett Stapper, CEO of Frontlines Media. Now let's dive right into today's episode. Hey, everyone, and thanks for listening. Today, I'm speaking with Christian Almanar, CEO and founder of Monad, a security data platform that's raised $19 million in funding. Christian, thanks for chatting with me today. Hey, how are you? Good to be with you. I'm good. Thanks so much for joining. Thank you. I'm super excited. Yeah, so before we begin talking about what you're building at Monad, let's start with a quick summary of who you are and a bit more about your background. Yeah, so let's see. I grew up in Europe, in Spain, went to German school, then kind of immigrated to America to go to uh, college to electrical engineering and uh, bounce around a bunch of places. Always was very into cybersecurity since a kid. I was always down with the kid getting a little bit in trouble with computers uh, in high school. And yeah, I mean, I basically moved to America, to college, to New York and Boston. And then I worked at a cybersecurity firm in Switzerland for a couple of years after that. And then I moved to Silicon Valley. Also worked at a company in China, in Beijing for a summer. Then moved to Silicon Valley in 2013, I think, and was there pretty much till COVID. Built security company before Monad that uh, we sold to VMware and built Monad during the pandemic and been all over the place in the world. So, Sounds like it. How many different countries have you lived in? Six, I think. Um, nice. Yeah, I grew, up, I, mean, I grew up in a pretty big family too. We were like six brothers and sisters, uh, originally in Spain, but then also in Germany and was spending a lot of time in England and France as well, in America. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Nice. Yeah. And what was the company called that you sold to VMware? It was called Intrinsic. Okay, nice. What was it like when you did that acquisition? Did you have to stay on for a while at VMware or were you done after the deal was done? Uh, not much. No, I stayed a bit uh, than a year. Okay. Was that yeah. painful for you to, uh, to stick around and be part of a big company? Was it a fun experience? What are your thoughts there? Uh, it was the first time working at a big company, to be mm-hmm. honest. So I learned a lot about the internals of the big company. I love startups. I mean, it's, it's really the only thing I know what to do, to be honest. <laughs> I don't know. I love the thrill of it. And, uh, you know, COVID's starting and uh, we have the opportunity to start a new company. And I was very excited about it. So, you know, just happened to be this way. And, you know, life is short. So I wanted to take a lot of the learnings from Intrinsic and, you know, double down on them. and kind of you know, started this, this new company. Nice. Well, let's talk about that new company. So in simple terms, what do you guys do? The way we explain it is like we want security teams to do more data-driven work. So we want to enable that. And that means a lot of things, but it's basically you know, allowing customers to do more with the current tools they have. So we don't try to replace really any particular security tool out there. We want to empower customers to like really take the most value out of the tools they currently have, be able to act on the data this, those tools generate and uh, you know load it in whatever data warehouse they have and then allow them to do more data-driven workflows and with them. So really being more efficient with the fund, I think, with the tools they have, help them consolidate it and ultimately be more effective in uh, solving, you know, understanding the risk and solving you know the, the threats they may have mm-hmm. through just you know, allowing them to do more data-driven work. Got it. And in a recent interview, you said security is fundamentally a big data problem. Can you explain why that is and how your platform helps solve that problem? Yeah, absolutely. So really the inspiration to start this company 
came through the realization, like, you know, as a tech industry, we've done amazing work at understanding who's on the other side of the screen in order to sell them, <laughs> show them ads, stuff, really targeted ads. We really understand who's on the other side and able to sell them a lot of really awesome things. But, and similarly, companies have done an amazing job at understanding, you know, how p- customers are using their products, you know, product analytics, even HR. Uh, sales data. I mean, there's been all these amazing companies built on these all these other spaces, leveraging the most advanced data technologies out there. And um, what I realized almost painfully in my last company was we were very technical, academic-based system to like protect software. And you know, then talking to customers, and then at VMware when we were trying to build, you know, the company is building a whole new business unit in cybersecurity, and I'm thinking about the industry from a bigger scope. Really, what we kept running into is like customers really. What they really struggle is like they have too many security products. You know, I'm sure you heard the story. You know, they can't really handle all the data these tools generate. Yet they can't really act on the data they generate easily the same way they act on you know when they get a lot of sales data or product data. You know, they they can't use the most advanced data analytics tools, most advanced machine learning or BI tools. And uh, it came to me like really what customers in the industry wanted was help them consolidate all those plethora of tools they use and help them take the most valuable data these tools generate and be able to do very advanced analytics and very advanced you know, data techniques that they already do for other use cases. And it was almost striking that cybersecurity being so critical and so important for the world that it's not out of par with the other industries, right? So we wanted to kind of, our goal basically is like, how can we uplift the industry to at least be out of par with like what people do for sales data, right? Or mm-hmm. marketing data. So, you know, that was really what we're trying to do. We're not a traditional security company per se. We're more like a data kind of infrastructure company. This just happens to be very focused in cybersecurity. Got it. And who's the ideal customer then for you? Is this, you know, just anyone in the Fortune 500 or does it need to be like a cloud first or cloud native company to really get the value from your technology? So in the beginning, we, you know, our customers are in the Fortune 500 kind of greater, like larger companies. but you know, our goal is to be able to serve this to really anyone, ultimately. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what we're building the product to be as self-serve as possible. So we want the product to look, you know, the way we're designing it, even like how it looks, it looks more like a segment or a stripe and less than a typical security product. So we've been launching a self-serve version of the product now that's in the private beta right now, but we want to make it available to, to really any security engineer who wants to get more value out of the current tools they use. And yeah, I mean, that's really the goal. You know, short term, it's more like larger companies because they're the ones who are like betting on doing more data-driven cybersecurity. And it's, you know, we're a business, a for-profit business. So we, in order to make a sustainable business, you need to get large contracts and, and, and work with, you know, usually, you know, those are the best companies to work with. But, you know, as I said, our goal is to be able to make this available to, to really anyone ultimately. Got it. And then what's the model that you're using for your go-to-market? Are you doing product-led growth or enterprise sales? We've been doing enterprise sales even from the beginning because we were, you know, working with design customers since day one and kind of working closely with customers to like make sure we build something that is really valuable. But we want to do more product-led growth promotions moving forward. And that's why we're experimenting with like, you know, smaller communities, but, you know, like starting to get more bottoms up adoption. But it's still, that's kind of what we experimented the second part of this year. Got it. And when it comes to market categories, how do you think about market categories? Is this a new category that you're building? I would lie if I said like exactly I know exactly what you know. It's still early in the in the phase of the company. It's also early in the industry. There's a lot of science into the industry being consolidated and new players coming in. That more you know data warehousing companies playing a bigger role. 
I think it's more like transformation, to be honest, the way I see it. I see companies focusing more their attention on like, okay, let's out of these five different tools that all kind of do similar things, let us really understand which tools providing what's the best ROI we get of these tools and then try to consolidate it and maybe focus only on a couple of them and, and then use maybe a warehouse underneath or use a you know different mechanism. So it's kind of like an architectural shift and a little bit of consolidation that I think it's happening. And that's allowing new players, new security companies that are very you know, doing a lot of innovative work on, on some workflows by allowing them to use more richer data sets. So it's so it's a transformation I would say. Got it. And then how would this fit into the, uh, the security stack? Would this you know, replace a SIM or would this be built on top of the SIM or used on top of the SIM? What would that look like? It's, SIM is like such a, <laughs> it's such a tricky one. I mean, I think it's a, it, the, the notion of a SIM is being kind of decoupled a little bit. I mean, there's definitions, but we want to empower new types of SIM. So hopefully there's new companies coming out there just trying to replace strike of the SIM. I would we not only focus, we can output data to customers that can be used on SIMs, mm-hmm. but we also ingest a lot of data that's traditionally not SIM data. So we kind of see a little bit like a layer a little bit below the SIM mm-hmm. where we, we can enable more advanced SIM kind of features, but at the same time, we more kind of stay at the data infrastructure layer. So, Got it. Okay, makes sense. And you've raised $19 million to date. Why do you think investors are so excited about what you're building? Yeah, so we... <laughs> I don't know, I guess you could ask them, but like, I think they're what they see, you know, we started really incubating this company with Sequoia in the beginning. We saw the success of, you know, the warehousing movement, snowflakes of the world. And it was very apparent that, you know, CR security is a little behind in everything that, you know, the new data technologies have enabled in, in other industries. So I think they, they see the signs that customers kind of like reaching a tipping point of uh, needing to do things differently uh, when it comes to handling all the data these tools generate. And I don't know. I mean, I think it's, it's really the, hopefully the timing and the customer pool that we're seeing. Got it. Makes sense. And if we zoom out into the future, what would you say is the five-year vision for the company? This company, we're really doing it. We're, we're focusing a lot on having fun doing it and trying to attract the best talent possible. And we really focus on as an industry perspective, trying to uplift the industry, try to do like try to bring like an order magnet to better, but up, you know, upgrading the way people deal with security data. So there's also like, you know, as we see, like there's a lot of black swan events happening in cybersecurity that people need to adapt to. So I mean we basically we set ourselves to build like a longstanding company. Of course we want a company to be public and be very profitable, but we want it to serve, be a platform for good, so and be able to attract the most talented people we can to, you know, get people to empower them to do the best job possible and when solving, you know, understanding the risks, understanding, being able to defend themselves against, you know, new threats that are coming in the future. So, you know, we we really like trying to build a company that, you know, does as best as possible because, I, you know, as we see more and more, this cybersecurity is more like a such a critical piece in maintaining. You know, civil liberties and the privacy online and enjoying all the fun things that we do on the internet that you know, we have a lot of people in the company that came from like companies like Palantir, for example, where like, so we're very kind of mission driven, very values driven, and we want to just be an agent of, of good for the world. So that's kind of the kind of company we're building. And hopefully in five years will be like that, just larger with a lot of amazing, talented people, great customers uh, working, not just with the customers, but also governments and smaller companies. That would be my dream. It would be be super fun. 
Nice. Amazing. Well, unfortunately, that's all we're going to have time to cover for today. So before we wrap, if people want to follow along with your journey, where's the best place for them to go? I mean, our website is monad.com. Uh, they can reach out to me directly over LinkedIn, Christian Almanar, or over Twitter, also Christian underscore Almanar. Send me an email. Also, uh, I mean, anyway, uh, you can ping us online. I'm sure you can find us. Amazing. Well, thanks so much for your time. Really appreciate it and look forward to seeing you execute on this vision. Thank you, Brad. It's a pleasure talking to you. Keep in touch. Bye-bye.